Hello and welcome to Healthy Mind, Healthy Life with your host Avik. This podcast is all about exploring the latest research, sharing personal stories and providing personal tips for improving our mental health and well-being. Each episodes will be joined by experts in the field of mental health as well as individuals who have experienced the transformative power of a healthy mind firsthand. Together we will dive into a range of topics from managing stress and anxiety to building resilience and cultivating happiness. So, join us on this journey to discover new ways to take care of our minds, bodies and souls and let's work together to create a healthier, happier world one episode at a time. So, let's get started. Hello and welcome to another inspiring episode of Healthy Mind Healthy Life. I am your host Avik and today we are honored to have an exceptional guest joining us Anmol Singh. So welcome to the show Anmol. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to chatting with you. Great, great. Uh so but Anmol like before we start delving deep into our conversation, I would love to mention this to all of our listeners that uh Anmol is a true polymath, a multifaceted expert who has left his indelible mark on several domains including trading and investing trading psychology entrepreneurship and personal success so when it comes into the world of trading anmol is considered the leading expert in the field of trading psychology so he has been a guiding light for thousands of traders worldwide helping them navigate the psychological and behavioral challenges that arise when high stakes are on the line so his insights into trading psychology have not only transformed careers but lives as well so like but anmol's expertise uh, extends far beyond the trading floor like he is the visionary behind live traders a top rated trading education uh, firm where he has mentored and coached over a thousand traders and the investors so some of his uh, proteges have gone on to establish their own hedge funds a uh, testament to his exceptional teaching methods and the guidance so his forthcoming book promises to unveil uh, his unique perspective on success revealing how the same principles that have elevated million dollar traders can be applied to our day to day lives regardless of the industry or career we are in so he is the living proof that success transcends boundaries and can be achieved in various aspects of life also apart from his trading powers he is no stranger to entrepreneurship having ventured into entrepreneurial uh, endeavors and also even franchisee stores so he also manages like a substantial real estate portfolio showcasing his versatility and adaptability as a businessman so podcast hosts should like i i'd say like you are inviting anmol as a guest for the wealth of knowledge he brings from his diverse professional experiences so whether like you are interested in trading personal successes entrepreneurship or maybe the property investments his insights are bound to inspire and motivate you So without further ado let's embark on this uh, enlightening conversation with Anmol Singh as he shares his unique journey and invaluable insights with us. 
So welcome to the show, Anmol again. Thank you. I'm looking forward to chatting. Great, great. So Anmol, like, uh, just to understand, just to start with, like, transformation often begins with a significant shift in mindset. So if you can share some personal experiences or uh, maybe a moment that when you underwent a profound mind shift that set you on a transformative path. Yeah, definitely. I think there was many different instances like this throughout my life. Um and I think originally started off in school. So I was in Delhi in modern school, you know, grew up there and uh, I wasn't the most popular kid. I wasn't, you know, the most successful by any means and you know, I always felt like I I could do more. Like, you know, the feeling that I think I could definitely do more, I could be more. Uh and I set a goal for myself that okay, when I'm 18, I have to figure something out. and i have to figure out a way to you know maybe go to america like that was always my dream growing up i don't know why maybe watching all the movies or whatever but you always grew up thinking you know like that's the goal and i used to have that like pictures of skyscrapers pictures of new york uh, pictures of all those things right above my computer desk which at that time i used to use for video games and now i use it for trading it's the same thing so i used to have pictures of that so there was a goal that i set and i said okay i'm going to do whatever it takes and that's the goal no doesn't matter what people say i'm going to make it happen that was the biggest mind shift where i set a goal and i said okay no matter what that's going to be achieved and i think you have that feeling right inside you kind of know like this is meant for you and maybe you know you the same way maybe you grew up and you're like you know i don't think i'm cut out for what everybody's doing i think i could do different i could be different and i think that's the biggest mind shift knowing that and then more so owning it like say okay yes that's my personality and i think uh you know you admitting that to yourself is the biggest thing lovely that's so lovely like also like uh, when i was reading your bio like uh, i also read about like you have helped countless individuals in various aspects of life like uh from trading to entrepreneurship so what are some of the common patterns or the mind shifts you have observed like uh, that tend to uh, catalyze the personal and the professional growth uh yeah so in mean, trading and you know entrepreneurship are very similar uh because in in the end you don't have any boss right like in a business you're your own boss same with trading you're your own boss so nobody's going to tell you this is what you need to do because i think that's what the mindset is growing up people have in school is they grow up and you know in school their teachers are telling them what to do right and maybe before school their parents are telling them what to do then they go to college their professors telling them what to do then they go get a job their boss is telling them what to do with trading and entrepreneurship nobody's going to tell you what to do like you have to tell yourself what do you need to do so i think that's the biggest similarity between trading and investing i think once people can just understand that they are the ones that are in control then nothing matters like you could create anything you want but you have to realize that you have to be self accountable uh and that's the biggest pitfall as well where you know we run our own business um and there's no deadline nobody's asking us did you do it or not it's up to us did we do it or not so we have to hold ourselves accountable to be able to do that and complete the tasks uh when we said we're going to do them you know so that's one of the things to uh keep in mind when you're running your own business or in trading or investing or anything you're trying to do lovely so uh any of you like what is the role of self awareness in achieving a major mind shift yeah i think self awareness is really important because with self awareness you not only know what you're good at and what your strengths are but you also know what you're weak at so that's really important because with self awareness you know let's say i started my own business and i realized that i'm really good 
with strategy. We're coming out with the big picture, what we need to do. But maybe I'm not the best with actually sitting down and making the website myself. Maybe I'm not actually good by you know answering to emails. Uh, maybe I'm good with strategy. So then that self-awareness, you know what you're good at. So you should spend your time doing what you're good at and then outsourcing what you're not good at. Maybe bringing an assistant, maybe hiring a video editor, maybe doing all the things that you don't need to learn all of it yourself. You can delegate that to people. And that self-awareness, knowing that, you know what? If I learn video editing, I'm probably not going to be good at it. Whereas somebody I can find who loves doing that, that's his passion. So he's definitely going to be way better. So knowing that you you cannot do everything, right? You need to double down on what your strengths are and then your weaknesses you need to outsource. I think self-awareness is really important uh, because you also notice your own patterns, right? When you're doing a business deal, when you're doing a negotiation, you need to know, like be self-aware and confident enough to say, okay, this is what I'm willing to give away. This is what I'm willing to get. Uh, and I think everything starts with self-awareness because if you don't have self-awareness, you, you end up lying to yourself. You think you can do it, but you don't end up doing it. You're like, oh, I'll start this from next Monday. Next Monday comes and you didn't do anything. Oh, it's already the 28th. I'll start it from the first of the month. First of the month comes in, you didn't do it. You're like, well, now we're in October. I'll just start January of next year. And you just never start anything. So I think self-awareness is key to be honest with yourself and don't lie to yourself because, you know, if you lie to yourself, how do you expect the other others to you know tell you the truth? Definitely true. So, uh, like many people uh, struggle with the fear and the self doubt when attempting to make significant changes in their lives. So, what are the strategies uh, that can help individuals overcome those mental barriers and also embrace this transformation? Yeah, I think uh, having a little fear is good, right? Because uh, if you don't have any fear, then what happens is you eliminate the self-awareness and you're doing things that are going to hurt your business or hurt your credibility. But so having some fear is a good thing. Uh, just realize that, you know, it should not hold you back, right? I mean, in fact, you should, if you're fear of failure, then, then fail faster. The more you fail, you're going to desensitize yourself to failure. And now you're going to look at it, okay, like, what am I going to learn from that? So I think that's the number one thing people need to realize that you can never fully get rid of fear. It, it just control is to harness it, harness that fear, right? For example, I'll, I'll tell you about myself. Uh, when I came to America, right, I had a, you know, I didn't know a business. I had maybe $1,000 in my account, right? And I started a business. I put all my money in it that I made from trading. And I was pretty fearful too. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to make it. I just came to New York. Most people will move somewhere else, maybe you know, Texas, somewhere cheaper. New York is the most expensive city. And I was definitely fearful. I had to pay my salaries to my employees, all the people I hired. Uh, but then, you know, I think that's what shows you you're doing something big, right? You're doing something that's going to get you the result. Because if you're doing small things, you're playing small, you're not going to be fearful. But then you're also not going to get the result. If you're fearful, that shows that you are doing something outside of comfort zone, right? Because when are we most comfortable? When we're in the comfort zone. So when you get out of the comfort zone, you're going to be uncomfortable, but that uncomfort, uh, uncomfort is actually a good thing. And you can harness that fear. And I think it's a great thing because I perform the best when I am a little bit on the edge, a little bit fearful, you know, cause then I'm like, I gotta make it happen. And I think that gives the urgency. So I think it's important to harness that energy. No, that's, that's definitely true. And, um, also like achieving the success of often, uh, involves uh, taking calculated risk as well, like you were mentioning about it. So how can someone develop the confidence to step outside their comfort zone and also embracing those changes? Because it's very difficult. Definitely. People find it very difficult sometimes. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it is difficult. Uh, and anything meaningful in life, anything meaningful is going to be difficult. I mean, look at Elon Musk, right? He's running SpaceX, he's running Tesla, then he's running Twitter. And most people think, oh my God, he's a billionaire. He's sleeping in the office floor of Twitter, right? And then he goes to the meeting on Tesla, changes his clothes, go to SpaceX. So is he comfortable? No, right? He's uncomfortable. But then those are the people who create something meaningful in life and actually get the results by putting yourself in that discomfort, the zone of discomfort. And, uh, you know, think about uh, think about like a heartbeat, right? What does a heartbeat look like? It's up and down, up and down, up and down. That's what life is. It's ups and downs, right? If you're going to be looking for something stable, that's you're dead. If that, That's what it looks like on the heartbeat monitor, right? Flat line, you're dead. So life is ups and downs, uh, fear and greed and all those things come into play. But that's the full spectrum of the human emotion that, you know, you need to feel all of that. Because if you're not feeling fearful, if you're not feeling a little comfortable, you're playing too small. Exactly. That's true. Definitely. So uh, let's delve into the realm of the trading psychology. So what are some of the most common psychological challenges traders face? Uh, and also the kind of mind shifts can help them become more disciplined and be resilient. Yeah, I think the biggest thing traders make a mistake of, and you know, even investors and all those people make this mistake is they get into a trade and they like, oh my God, this is going to be the next big trade. Rather than taking singles and doubles and taking good trades along the way, they try to put every you know all of their money in one stock and become really greedy. And that that's a recipe for failure. And what happens is when a professional like me, let's say we get into a stock and let's say it's going against us, we're losing some money. We'll get out of it, take a small loss, and walk away onto the next trade. Right? Most people will keep on holding one stock. Maybe it'll come back up. Then they'll buy more. Maybe it'll let me lower my average price. Maybe it'll come back up. And maybe it's not a strategy. Right. That's the biggest uh, mistake people make. And then also greed. Right. They say, OK, if I this stock, I buy it at $100 example. Right. Let's say it goes to $200. I will sell it. Now it goes to 200. They're like, ooh, maybe it'll go to 300. Let me just keep holding on and they never sell. So they their emotions are taking over their decisions of fear and greed. So you need to get rid of those emotions and trust your own instinct and your own trading plan. More importantly. No, that's true, because. Uh... Uh, as you mentioned about maybe things, so uh, maybe they can lose as well the uh, whole uh, amount. So that's true. So like uh, you have also mentioned about the success principles in trading, uh, which can apply to various aspects of life as well. So uh, like, can you, can you elaborate on how these principles can be translated into the personal and also professional success beyond the trading? Yeah. So one of the biggest uh, success keys I talk about in my book is called integrity, right? Okay. Meaning do what you said you're going to do uh -huh. and then do it when you said you're going to do it. Simple as that. I mean, it's a very simple concept, but it's not as simple because people always tell, but you know, I'm, I'm a person of integrity. I do what I've said I'm going to do. I'm like, really? When's the last time, you know, somebody called you and you're like, Hey man, I'm just busy a little bit right now. Let me call you back. And then you never call them back. Yeah. That's a lack of integrity. Right. Or maybe you run into an old friend, maybe a high school friend or whatever, you know, you maybe run into the at a store or at a shop. You're like, hey, buddy, good to see you. You know, we should totally make a plan. We should make a scene. We should catch up. And then you go home and you never follow up with them. You never catch up with them. Right. So why did you say that? Because we say something, but we don't do the other thing. So then that goes into our unconscious mind. If you keep saying things, oh, I'm going to start this from Monday and then Monday comes, you don't do anything. So then your mind says, well, this person's full of shit. Because if he says something, he doesn't do it. 
So that that creates low self-confidence, that creates low self-esteem, because in your mind, you're like, I, I need to be doing this, but you don't do it. So I think that's the biggest challenge, uh, you know, is integrity, is be a person of integrity, make sure whatever you're saying, you really mean it, and that you're actually going to do it. Right? Otherwise, don't say it. Like, that's my philosophy. Uh, if I say something, I have to do it. If I don't do it, then I'm just not going to say it. Uh, so I'm really paying attention to the words that are coming out of your mouth. Uh, because it's all, you know, it's all energy. It's all in the universe. So if you say you're going to do it and you don't, the universe is like, well, we're not going to give him any more gifts or any more opportunities because you waste them. So yeah. I think it's do what you said you're going to do and then do it when you said you're going to do it. Exactly. That's true. Actually, we have to live up to the uh, expectations anyway. So, so like perseverance is often a key component of the transformation. So if you have, if you can share some example, like from your own journey or uh, maybe uh, from your coaching experiences of someone who demonstrated the like perseverance in the face of adversity. Yeah, I've had, had many different students like that. And, you know, some of them started off and they were trading for maybe one year and they didn't make any money the whole year, like no money. Maybe they lost some money too, right? And then most people at that time will give up. They're like, well, maybe I'll go get a job. You know, it's not working out. He kept doing it. He's like, okay, I think I'm getting better. I think I'm getting better. I think I'm going getting closer. He kept that mindset and he kept tweaking, improving, uh, using that book from Carol Dweck, uh, Mindset, by using the growth mindset of always trying to get better, always trying to do a little bit more, a little bit better. And he kept doing it, doing it, doing it. He didn't get any results for like two years. No money. Most people definitely give up by that time, right? I mean, you're in your computer, you're trading and you're doing, making no money. But he kept going, he kept going. And, you know, year three started making a little bit money. Year four, he finally started making money. Year five, he made a lot of money. And year six, he now runs a hedge fund. Year eight now, he runs his own hedge fund, managing millions of dollars, whereas he would have almost quit in the first or second year. So I think that's the characteristic of perseverance. Right. So, uh, like, mind shifts often lead to new goals and the aspirations. So how can individuals set and pursue meaningful goals that... Uh, align with their transformed mindset and the values. Yeah. So with any goal, you know, the problem is most people don't have a goal. They have a dream, right? They have a wish. There's a very diff big difference. A lot of people hope for something. They wish for something. That's not a goal. A goal is very specific. Here's the goal. Here's what I'm going. Now to get to this goal, here's the 10 things I need to do to get closer to this goal. But here's the number one thing I need to start right now. So it, it's a whole, a goal is an action plan. What do I need to do right now so I can get closer to that goal? Then what's the next step? Then what's the next step? So you chunk your big goal down into smaller goals. So when traders come to me, let's say the goal is to make $10 million. Now, if you think about $10 million, that's a lot of money. But now if you break it down, okay, let's say you want to make $10 million in over the course of three, four years. So then you need to make a million dollars a year. Okay, if you need to make a million dollars a year, then you need to make you know $4,000 a day from trading. Right. So if you need to make four thousand dollars a day from trading and you're buying, let's say, a thousand shares of something, you need it to go up four dollars per share. That's all you need. So now it's more realistic. OK, I need thousand shares. It, the stock should move four dollars in my favor. I make four thousand dollars. You do that every day. That's a million dollars a year. So now that big goal doesn't look like, oh, my God, that's a huge goal. Now we've broken it down into actual things we need to start doing. So if you're an entrepreneur and you want to start your business, well, what's the first thing you need to do? Okay. And most people will start with, okay, I need to open up a website. 
this, that, the other. But no, no, forget that. Everybody can buy a website or start an LLC or a private limited or any company. But what's the number one thing I need to do right now? Right. What's the next big thing? Who can I call that's going to help my, you know, business to go further? Who can I get in touch with? Who can I network with? Who can I meet? Right. So I think those are the questions people need to ask is what's the next big thing I can do? No, that's true. That's definitely true. So uh, like change can be met with the resistance, both from within and from external factors. So how can this indi- uh, how can the individuals effectively deal with the resistance and the setbacks on their uh, path to the transformation? Yeah, so I think resistance will always come when you're doing something meaningful. I mean, anything in life, think think about any any big personality. We talked about Elon Musk earlier, but let's take, you know, Martin Luther King or Albert Einstein. All these people had resistance, right? But anything good in life, you have to go through resistance because if there's no resistance, what does that tell you? That means that nobody else is on that path because that passes that path has nothing to offer. So yeah. if you're going straight and you're not facing any resistance, that telling you nobody's there because there's not where the results are. So anytime you're going to a path where there's a potential big reward, the other people are also going to be competing with you. There's always going to be resistance. But what you have to do is you just got to push through it, right? Perseverance, that's where it comes in. Just keep pushing, keep pushing. And you might fail and you should fail originally, but you need to just get back up and keep going. You know, when I started my business, I, I was, you know, there was so many times I thought about quitting. So many times. You know, like uh, well, first year here, coming here, you know, trading was not going that well. And then I started other franchise businesses and stores. Now I have to pay 10, 20, 30 employees their salary. So I was making money from trading, paying my own employees. And I was like, well, there's nothing left for me. So I thought about quitting, but I, I realized that I'm on the right path. I just got to keep pushing, keep pushing, even though I didn't make any money like my first one, two years. But then finally, it's it was like this, the equity curve or your account. It's like this, and then suddenly it's like a hockey stick, right? Just straight up. And most people will give up right there before they get that hockey stick, right? They'll try something for two, three years, and then they'll quit, right? I mean, look at Tesla. Tesla company was about to go bankrupt first few years, right? He just kept going, kept going, kept going, and now it's like one of the most valuable companies. He's the richest person on earth. So you got to push through resistance. And um, another example I would give you with that is, you know, take a light bulb, right? Take a little light bulb. So a light bulb has inside a resistor. Right. So the energy, like the output, the watts, 50 watts, 60 watt light bulb, right? The energy output is equal to the resistance it's facing. So if you if you have a if you put more resistor in a light bulb, the more output, right? That's the analogy for our life. The more resistance in your life, the bigger the output is going to be. So I would say face more, more resistance if you're not facing enough. Got it. So uh like like uh is there any specific mind shift uh, that you find particularly impactful and universal, like one that you often share with your clients and believe that can benefit a broad audience? I think the biggest thing is people try to, you know, they're a bit, they have too much of an ego. They try to figure everything out on their own, right? They're, they're getting into something. They're like, I'll figure it, I'll learn on my own. I'll watch YouTube videos. I'll research this. I'll read a book on it. I mean, the, that's the worst thing you can do because, you know, you're going to spend all that time learning, figuring out what to do, where somebody out there is already doing what you're doing. Just study that person, right? Or just, you know, you know, ask them to, hey, coach you or mentor you. Because if somebody already has the results that you have, 
the worst thing you can do is trying to learn everything is the best thing you can do is figure out a way to get contact with them so that they can tell you everything that you don't need to do and everything you need to do. So I, and my, I paid people so much money over my life, but it's created results for me because rather than, you know, spending time researching and doing all that stuff, I'm like, Hey, this person is a great trader. I need to know what he's doing. Right. Whatever it takes, maybe I'll pay them, you know, join their mastermind, join whatever group they have, join everything. Cause now they just took five years of learning away, right? Because five years of trial and error, they could just tell me, hey, don't do this, do this, do this. And now I started doing that and I get the results. So I think the best thing you can do is paying people uh, for their advice. That That's true, definitely. So if you can share any success story uh, of individuals who experienced the remarkable transformations and also, like how these transformations influence their lives and the careers. Yeah, I think the, the great example we were giving earlier about one of my students who was, you know, not making any money, about to quit, and now runs a eight, nine-figure hedge fund. I mean, that's the best transformational story because uh, I know so many other traders who also joined the, the for company, and they traded for one or two years, but, you know, they're like, well, I'm not making money, money, I'm going to go get a job. And they ended up getting a job. But he was the only one who's like, no, I'm going to keep going. I'm, gonna, I'm getting better. I'm going to keep going. And now look at him, right? Now he makes millions of dollars a year and lives the lifestyle of his dreams. He lives in Costa Rica now with this nice mansion, enjoying his life. And uh, think about it. Just a few years ago, he was sitting in like, you know, Tennessee, some in the middle of America in a small little cabin and trying to make, you know, have had a plumbing job. And now he runs a hedge fund. So I think that's the best transformational story out there. So, uh, like looking ahead, what do you envision as the next frontier in the field of personal transformation and the mindset shifts? I think the next step is for people to realize that, you know, nobody knows the answers, right? Yeah. Nobody's, there's no guru, there's no, you know, special force coming to save you. You know, there's nobody looking out for you. You have to look out for you, right? God gave us all a power inside of us uh, and we need to use that power. Other otherwise, it's a disrespect to God, right? So you've been given this life. You've been given this opportunity. You got to make the most of it. And there's nobody out there coming to help you. There's nobody going to save you. Uh, there's no special force. There's no guru. There's no coach that can help you. There's nobody who can do it for you, right? You have to do it yourself. So you need to own your own power and realize that, okay, this is, it's enough. You know, I'm tired of doing the same thing over and over. I got to make a change. Uh, it's all in your control. So I think you have to get to that point though, you know, of realizing like when you get tired of being sick and tired, you know, that's the point where you decide that, okay, I'm going to make that change. Right. So, uh, so how, how might these concepts continue to evolve and, uh, impact the individuals and the society. So what do you think? Yeah, I think the society in whole so far has been very victim mentality. And that's maybe because of the pharmaceutical industry, especially in America, and not so much in India and other places. In America, people come, they're like, you go to the doctor, they're like, okay, you're depressed, you have ADHD, you have this, you have, you're dyslexic. You They put all these labels on you. And so then what happens is we all admit defeat already. Because we're like, well, I didn't get the success. Well, maybe because I have ADHD. Maybe because I'm dyslexic. It goes into your mind and we start living like that. And, you know, so I think the biggest thing is real. Don't put any labels on yourself, right? You're living, you're breathing. You have the same opportunity. You can do anything you want. 
Now, sure, you might be feeling sad, you might feel depressed, but you can get yourself out of it by doing what needs to be done. So mm -hmm. I think that's the biggest shift is to realize that don't trust just a doctor that maybe met you for 10 minutes and gave you a diagnosis. He doesn't know you. He doesn't know your life. Maybe you're just having a bad day, right? So I think uh, so not listening to these so-called experts, just trusting your own instinct and realizing that you can do anything you want. That's true. That's true. So um, <clears throat> before we wrap up, like if you were to leave our listeners with one piece of advice or uh, maybe a powerful insight on achieving these significant mind shifts and the transformation, so what that would be? I'll always say that, you know, don't follow your passion, you know, because a, a lot of times, and that's the worst advice people give. And, you know, especially, uh, you know, when you meet, let's say, billionaires or somebody who's really successful, somebody in Shark Tank or something, they'll always say, follow your passion. Horrible advice. Because, you know, if, if you're not making money right now, what passion are you going to follow? Right. If you're not good at it, what passion are you going to follow? Let's say I have a passion of playing basketball but I never played basketball. Am I really going to be good at it? Is it a good idea for me to follow my passion? Maybe I just enjoy watching it on TV. Maybe I'm not good at it, right? So you need to get good at something and passion will automatically come, right? Because think about it. If you're good at something, if you're getting the result, if you're making the money, then you're automatically going to get passionate. Exactly. So first follow the skill. What are you good at? What can you do the best at? And then automatically passion will come, not the other way around. Uh, so not passion first, it's skill first. No, that's definitely true. And it's a, it's a great thing you have mentioned this. Uh, uh, like it's because if we are not enjoying something, then how can we follow that? So that's definitely true. So great. So, and that's uh, that you have all the listeners, like the culmination of another enlightening episode of Healthy Mind and Healthy Life. I hope that you have found our exploration of profound mind shifts and transformation as illuminating as I have. So our guest today, Anmol Singh, has provided invaluable insights into the power of mindset and the personal growth. So his wisdom spans over domains and also from trading and investing to entrepreneurship and personal success. So always remember that transformation begins in the mind and the most of the significant shifts can set us on extraordinary paths. So whether you are seeking success in your career, trading endeavors or personal life, the principles of transformation are always universal. So a heartfelt thank to all to our guest Anmol for sharing his journey and profound insights with us today. So your wisdom has definitely undoubtedly left a lasting impression on our audience. So if you have enjoyed this episode and found it thought-provoking, we encourage you to subscribe to our podcast and leave a review. So your feedback fills our mission to bring you the content that inspires and enlightens. So if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for future episodes, please reach out to us through our website and social media channels. So until next time, you may continue to embrace the power of uh, transformation and may your life be a testament to the limitless potential of the human mind and the spirit. So thank you so much.